Welcome to the Theory to Action podcast, where we examine the timeless treasures of wisdom from the great books in less time to help you take action immediately and ultimately to create and lead a flourishing life. Now, here's your host, David Kaiser. Hello, I am David, and welcome back to another Mojo Minute. In our last Mojo Minute, we talked about the specifics of Roy Baumeister and John Tierney's book, Willpower, Rediscovering the Greatest Human Strength. In fact, we talked about how this was a groundbreaking set of research that they cover and how they made the convincing argument that willpower, a.k.a. self-control, a.k.a. self-mastery, was at the center of things. That summary is super important for us because we have a stake to put into the ground in our fundies. The more we master self-control and harness willpower, the more our flourishing life will correlate. And for me, and I would think for you too, that's super exciting. Super exciting indeed. And furthermore, We get validation of this research and the theory from none other than Jocko Willink's book, Discipline Equals Freedom, with its thesis that if you discipline yourself in most areas, you will begin to experience freedom in those same areas. And not a immature kid version of freedom, like that old Frank Sinatra song, I Did It My Way, that's kind of infantile. It's a very 12-year-old boyish version of freedom. Like, I will rebel and do it my way. That's not the smartest way or the best way. It's just the rebellious way. I did it my way. With kind of a shrug of the shoulders and a stink eye looking over, over his shoulder back to the parents. Which all of that doesn't accomplish anything. But more importantly, it's not a true, authentic freedom. It's not a mature freedom that has as its foundation a confidence in one's self. You know, I have authentic freedom in the room and the space to make the best decisions I want to make because I understand the gravity of those decisions. That is the true nature of freedom, authentic freedom at least. And we need more of that in our culture. So be sure to check out Mojo Minute 175 for some more of that goodness. So with that little brief intro and a validation from Baumeister and Tierney, I came across this mystery during my reading, and quite a mystery it was. For some context, Please know that this was a science experiment and that I was not at the heart of this science experiment. With that statement and disclaimer out of the way, (laughs) let's go to the book. In the 1970s, the psychologist Daryl Beam set about trying to distinguish conscientious people from others by making up a list of behaviors. He assumed he'd find a positive correlation between turns in school assignments on time and wears clean socks. 
because both would stem from the underlying trait of conscientiousness. But when he collected data from students at Stanford, where he taught, he was surprised, surprised to find a hefty negative correlation. Apparently, he joked, the students could either get their homework done or change their socks every day, but not both. He didn't give it much further thought, but decades later, other researchers wondered if there was something to the joke. Two Australian psychologists, Megan Otan and Ken Chang, considered the possibility. Huh? Students could either get their homework done or, or change their socks every day, but not both? Come on. That sounds like a joke. Seriously? Okay, we're going to keep reading to see where this takes us. These psychologists started by administering laboratory self-control tests to the students at different times during the semester. As hypothesized, the students performed relatively badly near the end of the term, apparently because their willpower has had been depleted by the strain of studying for exams and turning in assignments. But the deterioration wasn't limited to arcane laboratory tests. When asked about other aspects of their lives, it became clear to Beam's dirty sock finding hadn't been a fluke. All sorts of good habits were forsaken as the student's self-control waned during exam period. Ah, so there is something to this dirty sock finding. Ew. (laughs) Let's go back to the book, because here's the kicker. Check this out. They stopped exercising. They smoked more cigarettes. They drank so much coffee and tea that their caffeine intake doubled. The extra caffeine might have been excused as a study aid, but if they were really studying more, you would expect them to be drinking less alcohol. That didn't happen. Even though there were fewer parties during exam time, the students drank as much as ever. They abandoned healthy diets, increased their consumption of junk food by 50%. It wasn't that they suddenly convinced themselves that potato chips were a brain food. They simply stopped worrying about unhealthy, fattening food when they were focused on exams. They also became less concerned about returning phone calls, washing dishes, cleaning floors. Final exam time brought declines in every aspect of personal hygiene that was studied. The students became less diligent about brushing and flossing their teeth They skipped washing their hair and shaving. And yes, yes, they wore dirty socks and other unwashed clothes. Ew. Oh, man, that's terrible. Wearing dirty socks? Come on now. So what gives? What did the experiment conclude? Let's go back to the book. Could all this... All of this merely reflect a practical, if slightly unhealthy, shift in priorities. Were they sensibly saving time so that they could study more? 
Not quite. During exams, students reported an increase in the tendency to spend time with friends instead of studying, precisely the opposite of what would be sensible and practical. Some students even reported that their study habits got worse during exam time, which couldn't have been their intention. They must have been devoting much of their willpower to making themselves study harder, and yet they ended up studying less. Likewise, they reported an increase in oversleeping and in spending money impulsively. Shopping sprees made no practical sense during exam period, but the students had less discipline to restrain their spending. They were also more grumpy, irritable, and prone to anger or despair. They may have blamed their outburst on the stress of exam period because there's a common misperception that stress causes those kinds of emotions. What stress really does, though, is deplete willpower which diminishes your ability to control those emotions. Ah, stress diminishes your ability to control your emotions, which results in depleting willpower. Now that makes total sense. We've all faced this before, haven't we? In fact, it's almost a staple of human nature. So in today's Mojo Minute, let us have the self-awareness and the insight into human nature to say when the stress increases in my life, and surely it will increase at certain times when that stress increases, like it did for the college students, then I have to use my willpower better. I have to dial in the small things even more. The washing of dirty socks, that small little trait and habit, will keep us on the path and following our code we set for ourselves. We will be observing our standard. The standard is the standard. For the young college students facing a stressful time, most of them away from their parents for the first time, that stressful time was accompanied by a relaxation of all the standards, even hygiene, their willpower being used all over the place without scrutiny. As mature adults trying to live the flourishing life, we are more experienced and we can take that research, this research to heart. The moral and mystery of the dirty socks is when stress hits, lean into your fundies even more. You will be using willpower to its fullest potential. Thank you for joining us. We hope you enjoyed this Theory to Action podcast. Be sure to check out our show page at teammojoacademy.com, where we have everything we discussed in this podcast, as well as other great resources. Until next time, keep getting your mojo on. Are you a voracious reader who yearns for a deeper understanding of your favorite books? Or perhaps you're a busy professional seeking to enrich your knowledge, but short on time. The Mojo Academy 2.0 is your perfect solution. Our revamped service now includes beautifully designed monthly written reviews and PDF format 
to accompany our popular audio reviews. These aren't just summaries. These are comprehensive and insightful explorations of each book, packed with the actual quotes from the book to enhance your understanding. With usually six to nine pages per review, they are perfect reference tools to take your learning to the next level. Get your free Mojo Academy review in written format at teammojoacademy.com or click on today's show notes for that free link. Again, teammojoacademy.com or click on today's show notes and you will see the link for the free written review. Get yours today.